0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to Sits and Giggles. Today we have something really special for you. We received a picture of some amazing bead art by five-year-old Elias, which featured a dragon, Santa Claus, and a castle, and he asked us to make a story about that. So Elias, we hope that you'll like the episode dedicated to your story, and I hope everyone else enjoys it as well. The story is called Santa and Rudolph Have an Adventure. So sit back, relax, and get ready to giggle. Once upon a time, long before any of us were born, Santa Claus lived in the North Pole all alone, with just his reindeer for company. There were no elves to help him make the toys, and no Mother Christmas to cook him a hot supper every night after he came home from the Christmas factory all tired and hungry. Instead, Santa would visit his nine reindeer, give them some delicious to feast on, put warm blankets on their backs to protect them from the freezing snow, and then jump on top of Rudolph's back to quickly fly to the local grocery store to pick up a ready-to-eat microwave meal. Of course, back then, Rudolph's nose wasn't red yet, so Santa had to put Christmas lights all over Rudolph's antlers so they could see where they were going, and avoid flying into a flock of birds, especially since Rudolph is incredibly scared of all birds. He just needs to see a feather and he starts to panic so one night santa and rudolph were doing their normal food trip when they heard someone crying for help below them rudolph asked should i swoop down so we can see who needs help yes how 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 about we do that just in case replied santa and so santa held on tight to rudolph's antlers as they flew down fast towards the ground was the sound that Santa's cheeks made as they hurtled faster and faster downwards. Finally, the clouds parted, and they saw a massive castle right before them. The screams were coming from somewhere inside the castle. They scanned the front but couldn't see anyone at all. Rudolph started to slowly circle the building, while Santa looked inside each of the windows. It looked warm and cosy inside, with burning fires and a delicious spread of food on the dining room table, but not a single person, until Santa looked up into the tower and saw a beautiful girl. Tears were pouring down her cheeks as she shouted, HELP! from the top of her lungs. Rudolph flew them to the window. Instead of glass in the window, there were bars, which were keeping the young girl prisoner in the tower. Santa said, Hi, my name's Santa. What's wrong? The girl looked at him and said, You look familiar. Have we met before? My name's Mary. Santa laughed. Ho, ho, ho. It's very likely you've seen me when I delivered your presents to your front door on Christmas Eve. The girl looked at him. She inspected his red suit and big, bushy beard. ''Yes, that sounds about right,'' she said. She then continued, ''Any chance you can rescue me from this tower, Santa? An evil dragon grabbed me off the ground when I was out for a walk in the Enchanted Forest. He held me in his claws and flew me all the way here, and then he locked me into this tower.'' He then said something about turning me into a delicious meatball and pasta dish. I really don't want to be his dinner. She then burst back into tears. Don't cry, Mary, said Santa. He hated seeing her cry. It made him feel sad, and it made her face all red and blotchy. "'and he was kind of disgusted by the little pieces of snot "'that clung to her nose and bubbled when she tried to breathe. "'Wipe those tears, and please wipe that nose. "'Rudolph and I will save you. "'Stay right here and we'll find a way in.' "'Well, I have no choice to stay here until he decides to eat me,' Mary sobbed. "'But thank you. Please hurry, guys. I'm scared.' Santa waved as Rudolph flew down to the ground. They'd have to figure out a way to get inside without getting caught by the dragon. It probably sounded a lot easier than it was, especially since the dragons seemed to have security cameras all around the front of the castle. They stood on the ground trying to figure out a way in for quite some time. The longer they stood there, the bigger and scarier the castle seemed to become. Maybe we could-oh, no, that won't work at all, mumbled Santa. Or we could-no, no, we'd be caught immediately, replied Rudolph. Oh, hi there! You two look a bit lost and confused. Anything I can do to help? Santa and Rudolph looked up and saw Big Brad Wolf staring back at them, a big smile on his face. Well, I don't know if you can, said Santa. "'You see, we're trying to get into the castle without anyone seeing us. "'Can you think of a way?' "'Well,' began Brad, "'I have the unlucky tendency of blowing down houses that I'd like to enter. "'Just ask the three little pigs. "'They complain about it all the time. "'But if you can't do that, how about the chimney?' "'I considered going down a chimney once, "'but I managed to inhale a bunch of smoke instead.' "'But if there's no fire going, you should be okay, I hope.' "'Ho, ho, ho! That's a great idea!' shouted Santa. "'Rudolph can fly me to the roof and wait outside Mary's window to pick us up when we escape. "'Thank you, Brad. You're a genius!' "'Brad's smile grew even bigger. "'I'm so glad I could be helpful for once. "'Usually I just caught a bunch of problems.' "'I'm off to brag to my mum about this. Good luck with your breaking and entering.' And then Brad laughed, because he never thought he'd say those words, and he also realised he'd committed the same crime a few times in his own life. All in the name of good, of course. Breaking and entering is a very bad thing to do otherwise. Santa jumped onto Rudolph's back, and they flew upwards towards the chimney.' Once there, Rudolph left Santa and flew back to Mary's window, while Santa put his legs down the chimney and sat on the ledge. Now that he was up here, looking down at the narrow entrance and long drop down to the bottom, he was having just a few second thoughts. He was also regretting the four doughnuts he'd eaten that day. Hopefully he'd fit. He sucked in his belly and jumped, Bang, bash, crash. Down went Santa until, oh, he landed on his bum in the fireplace. Well, that was easy, Santa thought to himself. I think I'll be entering all homes that way from now on. So much more convenient than a door. He stood up, dusted off all the soot, and took a look around the room. He landed in the room with the feast, and he couldn't help but sneak a little taste as he continued to look around. He saw a long spiral staircase leading upwards, which he suspected would take him to Mary's room. He took one step in the direction of the fireplace when he heard a loud roar, which caused him to swing around in panic and stare straight into the most scary red pair of eyes he'd ever seen. "'Who are you?' shouted the owner of the eyes. "'What are you doing in my home, and why are you eating my food?' Santa dropped the cookie he was nibbling on, and stammered, "'Forgive the intrusion. My name is Santa.' He gulped. He really didn't have a reason for being in the dragon's house. Well, not one that he could give the dragon anyway. He suspected that saying, "'I'm here to save Mary,' would make the dragon even angrier, so he improvised. I usually come on Christmas Eve with gifts, but decided to do a trial run tonight, so, ta-da, here I am. He gulped again. The dragon looked at him for a long time and then asked, So where's my gift? Oh, ho, 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 laughed Santa nervously. "'You don't get gifts during the trial run, silly. "'But I can promise you you'll love your gift in a few days' time.' "'Santa crossed his fingers behind his back. "'The dragon was definitely going on the naughty list and not getting a gift. "'So, um, lovely place you have here,' Santa continued. "'I was just curious to see what's up those stairs. "'Mind if I take a peek?' "'Indeed, I do mind.' said the dragon. "'It's private!' "'How about an extra present if you let me see?' coaxed Santa. "'An extra present?' Now the dragon was interested. "'A nice one?' "'Oh, the very best present ever,' lied Santa, trying to smile. "'Okay, fine, but only if I come with you then,' said the dragon roughly. So together, Santa and the dragon climbed the stairs, and the dragon unlocked the bolted door. Santa could hear Mary and Rudolph talking behind it. "'Who's there?' shouted the dragon and barged inside, spotting Rudolph outside the barred window. Santa ran in behind him. "'Oh, that's just my reindeer Rudolph. Never mind him!' But it was too late. The dragon had grown angry. "'How dare you speak to my prisoner!' "'shouted the dragon, and spat out a hot breath of fire at the same time. (laughs) "'Santa could hear Rudolph crying and tried to find him through the smoke. "'As Santa neared the window, he could see the metal bars had melted from the flames, "'and there was Rudolph, his nose bright red, all burnt and sore. "'Tears streamed down his cheeks.' but he stayed there so that Mary and Santa could quickly climb through the window and onto his back. Once they were both safely on Rudolph's back, Santa looked at the window and saw the angry dragon still spewing fire at them. He had also tried to climb out of the window to catch them, but had got stuck, probably from too much feasting at that filled-up table of food. Poor Rudolph cried the whole way home to the North Pole, and as soon as they landed, he stuck his nose deep into the icy cold snow. Thank you for rescuing me, cried Mary, as she stroked Rudolph's back and held Santa's hand. Santa looked at Mary and realized that he didn't want her to leave again, but he couldn't hold her hostage like the dragon, so instead he asked her, "'Mary, how would you like to marry me and stay here with us forever?' "'Oh, Santa!' Mary said. "'I would love to!' And so that is how Santa Claus met Mary Claus, or Merry Christmas, as she prefers to be called. Through the years, their elf children were born to help Santa with the business of making gifts each year, and Mary would prepare a delicious dinner each night for Santa, so he didn't have to live off microwave meals anymore. Poor Rudolf Snows never recovered, but instead stayed bright red like a lamp, which did come in handy for lighting the way during those dark Christmas nights. But most importantly, the dragon remained on the naughty list forevermore, which is a lesson to us all. Always be good or you'll end up on the naughty list, and Christmas won't be much fun at all. Thank you so much for inspiring that story, Elias. We enjoyed writing it for you, and we loved getting your artwork. If anyone else wants to inspire a story or just send us a picture, then please email us at sitsandgiggles.podcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram at sits underscore giggles. We look forward to hearing from you.